Y'all gonna take up, put that on. Hold up, wait, life straight. Hold up, wait, ice skate. Hold up, wait, crime pay. Hold up, wait, slack, slack. 20 cars, Matt Black, surfing at a wrist car, 10 to pink toes. Welcome to the What's Up Mate podcast. Hey. So here, um, here as always with my partner, Max Reigns. Max, what's up, mate? What's up, mate? I'm glad that you called me your partner. We are life partners together, if anyone is wondering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> partners in several ways, not only podcasts, you know, just buddies and uh, whatever. But we're uh, back pretty quick again. Hope you guys enjoyed our last one about Get Out. It's a great film. Love talking about it. If you guys haven't seen it by the time you're listening to this, then get on, get on that. But we're super excited to be back with this kind of little different episode. Um, we like to think of ourselves as connoisseurs in film as well as television. So... We're back with uh, something a little different today. Max, you want to tell the folks what's going on? Yeah, bro. So first ever TV episode on What's Up, Mate. Uh, like, as Will said, you know, there's we got a lot of good content we talk about here in film, but we figured that 15 episodes in, you know, we'll give a quick shout out to some good television because there's a lot of great stuff out there. Uh, today, we're talking about it specifically today because... Wednesday, October or August twenty fourth. I don't know why I forgot what month it was. Uh, this <laughs> Sunday was the premiere of the new HBO series House of the Dragon. Wow! Yeah, it was incredible. Um, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So, for those that aren't aware, House of the Dragon is a prequel to the Game of Thrones series. We have a Game of Thrones expert on the pod with us today. Uh, repeat guest, good friend of the pod, good friend of both of us individually. I want to welcome, big round of applause to the rump truck, P. Runky. Hey. Hey. What's up, mate? How are we feeling, baby? We're chilling. Ready to dive into some things here. As Will said, that episode was sickened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pete, how's your uh, how's your day? How's your commute home, huh? Well, you see, commute home was I didn't have a commute home from work today because after after work uh, I met up with the lady uh, Jillian and I. We went to uh, we went to Summit Park over in Blue Ash, and they had a free yoga sesh going on. Damn! Got them on at Summit Park and did some yoga. Honestly, some of this shit was. Pretty pretty hard. I think I couldn't do something. That, it, actually, it actually felt like a workout. Like afterwards, like I was definitely sweating during it and everything. But it was pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know if outside for it to be hot yoga. You think or it? It really wasn't that bad. I mean, the sun was out the whole time, but it was like it's like low eighties here, so it really wasn't too hot or anything. Um, yeah, I was definitely still sweating and. 
but as from there i hit some traffic took me about an hour to get from blue ash to mount lookout which sucked fuck that yeah what's going on on 71 i don't know i i literally got off at the mall and just said screw this and took back roads the whole way pop on uh Go through Camargo. And- yeah, I went to Euclid to Camargo and just went went past the, the place of work. Damn, did that kind of hurt? Like driving past work being like, damn, my ride home could have been so much. Like I could have gotten home three hours ago. Yeah, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It was nice to be outside and actually do something active because instead of just coming back and playing F1 or watching some bullshit on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. When was the last time you did some yoga? Dude, probably high school. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I figured that's why I brought it up. Probably high school with Coach Mac. Yeah. Is that like part of your gym curriculum or something? No. Like, Max Max and Shreeboy actually started a yoga club. Yeah. No way. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's when you're Real adamant about getting a resume going and everything. You're like, oh, this is going to be a great leadership opportunity for college. We're talking about it so much. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's creative as fuck. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'll give it to you. I don't think we had one in Muller. It was sick, honestly. The way that the reason we started it is this guy, Coach Mack, was our one of our football coaches for JV, like, so sophomore year. And, uh, Sometimes when we would end practice, instead of doing like stretches to end practice, our position group would do yoga together. Or maybe it was to start it, but I think it was to end practice we would do yoga. And after it was over, like after the season ended, I was like, damn, it was kind of nice doing yoga. So figured we made made a little club out of it, got that leadership opportunity, you know. And you you got that length on you at all times. You know, I'm a little guy, but I got length. Everyone knows that. You can touch, you can touch your uh, hands to the floor. It's kind of flex. Yeah. Dude, my hamstring was actually killing me today at work. I don't know why. But... Did you stretch after? No, dude. I was thinking about stretching with work. Wow. Dude, that's some old man shit. I got to be. That's something, so- that's something you think about doing, like, all the time, and then you're like, you're like I'm actually never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting around watching TV. You're like, on the floor for 10 minutes and kind yeah. of be in pain. Not really. Yeah, I'm like sitting sitting on the couch. I'm like, damn, my hamstring kind of hurts. I should fucking stretch. And then I'm like, all you have to do too is just reach out, grab your toes. But then you're like, ah. <laughs> fucking far away. Yeah. yeah. Seems horrible. <laughs> just stick your hand back down your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to one hand on the remote, the other on your phone. speaking of remote you got to use a remote to watch house the dragon you guys want to get into it a little bit yeah let's do it um dolphy say what's up to the people what's up boys what's up let's get some taco dough hell yeah we'll be back in a couple minutes with his t-bell we'll check in when he comes back it might be gone by the time he's back (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, I don't know. This fucking episode was crazy. There was huge hype for it. It's obviously, as people know, the the prequel to one of the greatest shows of all time, Game of Thrones. Um, I think it's set 200 years before the the time of Game of Thrones. Or, uh, 
Yeah, before Daenerys is born. It's I think it's 172 years before that. Yeah. But I wish I could watch this episode for the first time again. Um, just because at the end of it, I was just so juiced. And my roommate was nodding his head in agreement. That's that, facts, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I love I it. I will never feel those feelings again, you know? It's one of those things. Yeah. But who knows? We'll love to hear your guys' initial thoughts. I think it's also interesting because all three of us are big fans of Game of Thrones. However, none of us watched that first pilot when it actually aired on TV. You know, like, when it first hit the public, none of us were really – had her, I don't know. We weren't watching it yet, you know. Yeah, because what? Because it was. It We're was, in grade school. Yeah, it was a long ass time ago, which is crazy. Like 2011, maybe something like that. You're like in seventh grade. Yeah. That's insane to think about. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> we, got, we definitely caught up quick, though. You know, like we yeah. we watched seasons. Very quickly. And by the time we were fully invested, they were probably on what season seven? I watched the first seven seasons in like two months of the first semester in college. Me and one of my roommates, like we would watch three episodes a night almost. And then Max would come over when he could. And, yeah. But yeah. At, the, at that point, and I was pressuring them to watch. So when they were watching for the first time, like I don't know if you like doing this well, but I love being with people the first time they watch a show that I really like. Yeah, it's exciting because you obviously know what's coming up next, but it's so hard not to show your emotions when you know like this really nice scene is coming up next. You're just like kind of going like this the entire time. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember watching the Red Wedding with you, Pete. Oh yeah. my god. That was insane. That was that was awesome. That was like one of the first and only times I've been watching a show alone, and I physically like gotten up out of my couch <laughs> and like started to like curse at my TV. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, ever? I don't know. Well, yeah. this is an air. Like, what? What are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you're literally in shock. <laughs> But that's just what these writers, they bring it out in you. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Initial thoughts, Pete? No, I thought it was a great first episode. Um, <laughs> I really didn't know what to expect. I, obviously, I know it's based on what's already written by George R. R. Martin, so that got me excited because those were kind of the best Thrones episodes where, what, where he had his hand and everything, and they based it off the books. Um, but I think it's me. It's a great start to the show in terms of pilots go. Like, I, it had that Thrones feel to it, but it it also still just made it its own thing. I I like the subtle subtle drops that they had at times to to Thrones. So it, they definitely drew fans in that way. But I think going forward, they're probably not going to do that as frequently and let it be its own thing. But I think they knew. With this being the first episode, they got a, they had to drop a few little Easter eggs in there to bring some people in. But no, I thought it was awesome, and I I'm, I'm pumped. I can't can't wait to see where this goes. They kind of had to throw some stuff in there just to bring the nostalgia back. And hundred uh, percent, 
they, they bring the the theme song in like pretty early i remember yeah it was like they like mixed it up with something else and, but it, you could you, it was like very noticeable still though like when they were walk i think it was when rainera and uh what allison were walking through the red keep they were like playing into the background it was pretty sick that's her friend that's the hand of the king's daughter yeah, yeah. Okay. Allison, but you had a T on the end of it. Allison. Wow. Dude, I guess um, I would like to get to that at some point, their relationship. But one thing that I was texting Pete about before, like a week ago or maybe even two when we were thinking about the show, speaking of like the, the theme song, like we were wondering what the opening like credits were going to be, you know, like the way that they start oh. the show. Because Thrones yeah. had like, one of the most famous and well-known of all time. It was like usually like two and a half minutes long, which is like, I feel like most are usually a minute or so. So like it was just a really recognizable and kind of famous intro that they had. And we were curious, bouncing ideas off each other about how this one would open. And it was the complete opposite. So were you saying on how Thrones, it's like the, the trailer at the beginning where they go through the map of Westeros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 3D map. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're saying now for uh, House of Dragon, did they just put, I mean, what even was it? Did they even have one or did they just put the text there explaining? I what even just put the logo. It might not even said House of Dragon. I don't even know. So it, what they did was it was like a black screen and then it was a gold version of the Targaryen house flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was up for maybe like five seconds and they had some like it with the subtitles it says like epic music playing oh, yeah. um, but i i read on a interview on twitter that i don't know if he's one of the producers or one of the directors for it saying that there is going to be um a title intro um, okay. going forward they just didn't want to do it for the pilot episode because they didn't want to take away from the show which Damn. so if if I like that. Dude. He's saying that, then I it's gonna be good. I feel like yeah, it's yeah. Be a intro. Like I don't know if it'll be three minutes long, like the Thrones one, but it's gonna be something really yeah. cool. But yeah, damn, uh, that gets me excited. I honestly figured that they would just keep that three-headed dragon there for every episode, and they would just throw that. But yeah, damn, dude, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, uh, the intro on. This one, I thought it was a small thing that they did. They had the the text kind of laying the foundation of yes the, or whatever. I forget exactly what they said, but the bottom half said like it has been 172 years from from the blah, birth blah, blah, of Daenerys Targaryen. And at the very end, it said Daenerys Targaryen, and then all of the text went away. Besides, it has been 172 years. Yeah, it said 172 years until, and then yeah, very end, Daenerys. Well, they pretty much did like a too long don't read like on a yeah. team. Yeah. Like, when it went away, you were just like, oh shit, we're like locked, yeah. we're locked in right now. Yeah. Damn, dude. Uh, but I mean, I guess we can dive right into it. But I thought that was a cool, the way it opened in general, just like the, it wasn't even really a scene. It was almost like slow motion, um, just like footage of when they named uh, Viserys the heir. Yeah. Um, what was Viserys' brother's name? Who was the king? Was it Aegon? Uh, I, I can't recall. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the hard part about diving back into this with all new yeah. 
There's just so yeah. many strange things. Yeah. But when they name, I guess yeah. that they – This uh, was the grandpa who, had, who was naming the heir. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember – Viserys's dad or like because well it was his brother it was his brother because it's the same situation that Viserys is currently in okay so the the queen who never was yeah that was the king's daughter and but then he had the brother as well who was Viserys I thought that it was the grand though so I thought that Viserys's two sons got killed in the same battle. And then it was before he had named an heir. And then the queen that never was, was the oldest grandchild, but Viserys was the oldest male grandchild and he gave it to him. Yeah, it was. Oh, is that I, the, okay. I, I, okay. Never mind then. I'm wrong. Cause, cause, uh, rain, Rainus was the, was the next one in the bloodline, but she was a girl. And you wanted like at that point we we wanted to be a, a man and right. Viserys was thereby okay. thereby affirming a masculine lineage. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I, I had that mixed up then, but either way, it was a cool just like touch touch yeah. base like where they were with like I guess they let the lords decide who the heir was going to be, and like they reveal him reading the scroll, and then it's just boom, King Viserys, and then. Yeah. They kind of, kind of do what Will said with the words, and then they kind of jump right into the action with Rhaenyra on the dragon. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't really beat around the bush in terms of bringing the dragons back. If literally the first scene basically is like a minute long scene of her on the dragon, and I was watching some uh, some clip. It was a comparison of that opening scene with Rhaenyra's and uh, Daenerys. Danny from Game of Thrones and Casey. That's the easiest yeah. way to remember. They both were wearing basically the same thing, the black cloak, and they like stepped yeah. down from the dragon exactly the same. Um, yeah. And the way that the, that scene was shot too, like you don't really see Renary's like at all on the dragon. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. He plops down. Um, yeah. But you're just like. Which goes to show how big the the dragon is like, that's like a perspective shot that they're trying to show that this thing's fucking to, to compare her with, uh, Danny, you know? Yeah, dude. I think, I thought there were a lot of similarities. I mean, like obviously just their physical appearance, the way Targaryens are, they all have that like white hair. Obviously they look similar, like physically, but also just kind of the way that they were both like, I mean, maybe Danny didn't start out this way, but by the end, you know, like very confident and like, sure of their own abilities and like they're not like your typical like typical might be the wrong word but you're more stereotypical like princess who like needs to be saved all that shit she's kind of breaking that mold and i I think they both are yeah it's like like she says later in the episode targaryens are closer to gods than they are to men which was a sick line yeah i've heard about that but also applies just like in general. But now that I, everything you guys said is true. Like I, the whole time I was watching, I was like, that's literally just Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I literally looked to my roommate, Jack, the guy who was talking earlier. I was like, all right, so what do you think about new Khaleesi? 
Like, yeah. Same shit, you know, like, before we get any further, we got Dolph back. Dolphy, how'd the T-ball run go? It went great, dude. Really smooth. Yeah? Yeah, nice in up. and out in seconds. Didn't what's, the order? what's the order? Oh, what, what do you get? Um, I got a box, dude. I got a lot of shit to list off, dude. I don't want to take up too much time. <laughs> But it ends with some Cinnabon delights for sure. Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah crunch wrap. That a frozen or on the rocks? What's up? Is that a frozen Baja or on the rocks? On the rocks. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right Dolphy, peace, bro. You say you got a you got a whole box? A box combo. It's like a deal that you get on the app. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we can we could get into the depths of the various fast food, fast food apps, but we got a lot of good stuff to talk about here. Yeah. So we mentioned already the dispute between how Viserys got his throne, and now by the end of the episode, it seems like his throne is under question. Not necessarily maybe his position as king, but his whole heir situation and. I think that that was something that I didn't like. I'd say that that's kind of the main point that we're going forward. That's the main issue, but I didn't see that coming until like 50 minutes in, which I thought was really awesome. Like I, until that one scene where the air dies and then everything's coming into question before that, I was like, Oh yeah. Like she and Rhaenyra's like the uncle and the daughter, like new Khaleesi and her uncle, Seemed to have a great relationship, which I really liked because now they're kind of pitted against each other. Yeah, that was another really cool scene, I thought. Um, so obviously it it pans to Rhaenyra walking through the Red Keep, like hopping off the dragon, and then she gets to the uh the court with uh the her dad, the king, and then all of his like kind of like his cabinet almost discussing. And then they're, they're kind of shitting on uh, her uncle. Like, oh, he's yeah. never here. Like, we, we gave him this re- new responsibility. Like, why isn't he here? Whatever. And then she almost, like you said, Max, has a great relationship with him, it seems. And she almost knows, like, exactly where he is. And yeah. she walks she walks to the throne room. And he just, like, the way it was shot was so cool. Like, panned yeah. out her walking in and him just like smugly sitting on the iron throne and then them conversing for a couple minutes, just in, uh, old Valerian, which was, that was sick. And just like the back and forth, they were kind of like digging at each other a little bit. Like that was, that was really cool to see. Yeah. And then they, yeah. then they have that like intimate moment where he, he offers her the necklace of, I forget what, is it of Valyrian steel? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was it was just interesting because they saw the both sides of it. They were like going back and forth with each other, and then they they just let it all go, and they're they're very being intimate with each other. Which I don't know. They're obviously <laughs> tides have turned at the end of the episode when they're going to be going head to head. Basically, it seems like no, sure, and. We can kind of take this into, I know, Max, you kind of previewed it earlier, but kind of the relationships that Rhaenyra has. Yes. So my, like, I'll, I'll let you lead a discussion in this, and then I'll, I'll add my two points. But we can we can start it off with her relationship with Allison. Yeah, I think the relationship with Allison is definitely something that 
I picked up on earlier. I think I did at least, but it seems like Rhaenyra and Alicent are romantically involved. Like it seems like they're kind of into each other. I don't know if that's accepted in this time frame in like Westeros or whatever. Like my my intuition tells me that it's probably not super accepted because I feel like they make fun of like uh, like Tyrion for being a midget and like yeah. You're like Grey Worm for not having a dick, they probably don't really like gay relationships. So that is something that could, if it is true, if they're together, that I feel like is definitely going to be something that comes up eventually. Maybe like if she were to get the throne, I'm just theorizing here. Like let's say she is the throne, then everybody was like, I don't want to follow like a lesbian queen or whatever, you know? Like I feel like that could definitely add some really thickness to the plot if that is the case. Yeah, and what I was going to add was, obviously, it it was brought up several times um, in the Throne series, um, but Targaryens are known for incest, and clearly, um, I don't think that, I'm not sure if they ever said the, the current queen's name, um, but it, it's obvious that she's a Targaryen as well, just from her hair, um, so yeah, her parents obviously have an ancestral relationship. And as Will was saying, the scene with her uncle, uh, Damon, like that was a pretty intimate scene. Yeah, that was, uh, something was going on there. I thought it kind of hinted at like, maybe she doesn't necessarily doesn't feel that way, but he might have some feelings towards her in some sense. And it wouldn't be out of the box for the Targaryens to do something like that. I feel like that's how they do it. They usually do like cousins or uncles, like not direct like siblings or like parents, right. obviously. Like not anything like real intense incest, but like still definite incest, you know? Yeah, yeah 100%. And so when you were talking about Allison and, and Renera, the one scene that comes to mind for me is when they're like in that pasture park. Yes. And- I was going to say that. That's exactly what I was going to Yeah. After whatever. Uh, I don't know. They're good friends. Yeah, but. They're very handsy with each other, I feel like. (laughs) At least least Randera is with Allison, it seemed like. But yeah, who knows? They could just be like great friends. Like, I don't know. I'm sure that. Who knows how like friendship was back then? Yeah. I think that's. Back then, like it's real. Yeah, but that's a de- that's definitely something that I did not see coming, which I think would be like I said earlier. I think that opens up a lot of different plot opportunities. Um, so the title of the episode is called "The Heirs of the Dragon." Uh, it seems like they're referring to the dragon as either Viserys or Viserys's grandpa, maybe both of them. Kind of like how people different people get the throne, and. I think that it's worth mentioning the dispute between Viserys and his wife about their heir and just hold their, their whole relationship throughout the episode. So I was just wondering what your guys' thoughts were on like his relationship with his wife in regards to their heir, because I feel like there were some things up in the air for a while about like who was going to be his next heir. Yeah, I, that's a great point. Um, 
uh, at first they they seemed like they had a pretty good relationship. I thought like nothing was yeah. really sticking out to me, but we just learn more as the episode goes on. I kind of forget the bathtub scene exactly, um, like how far along in the episode that was, but. Yeah. Series comes back from like a meeting or something and goes and like embraces his wife in the bathtub and they just start talking and we clearly see that she's pregnant or we had already seen that she's pregnant and yeah. They just start getting into it and we learn that she's had like X amount of miscarriages and uh Yeah, and she's been pregnant. She she said like in the last like I mean I'm getting these numbers wrong, but it was something along the lines of like in twelve years she had been pregnant. For like like seven or yeah. eight times, it's something crazy. Where basically, like, once you have a kid, you either try to get pregnant again, or like you like would have a miscarriage that next pregnancy. Like, it was like crazy. I mean, she only has one child, right? Yeah, one. Yeah, so that's a lot of like. I think the stat back then or whenever in the show was like fifty percent of pregnancies like failed or something. Or had complications, so clearly the yeah. odds were not with her on that one. Um, so yeah, just this how tragic that could have been. Um, you just kind yeah. of see, see some uh, some beef form between them, I guess. Or when she says, "Like this is my last pregnancy," yeah, I wouldn't even necessarily up. say it was beef. It was more so just like I think it was like you said they had a good relationship. I think it was obvious that he loved her. Yeah, but I think it was also obvious that he wanted a heir, a legitimate heir. Of he wanted a male. He wanted a son. Like he wanted a fucking son. Wanted a boy. And um, then he loved her. And the thing is, like, I think the which is obviously going to be the driving plot of the the show. I think if Damon wasn't such a cock that he wouldn't of put that pressure on his wife to have whatever it was seven, eight miscarriages, he would be like, okay, yeah. like, just fall back on my brother. Like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Point. Point. This, this, but since his brother's literally like, a like one of the most violent, like corrupt people in the world at this time. And then, and then he has a daughter, which I guess some people see as equal to that in this time just because she's a girl but like so he's literally just like i think it's to the point where he clearly loved her and if he had another solution he would go with that solution but he feels like it's out of his hand to where he needs to bring this son to into the world yeah i mean i feel like if he had a son already like even if it that boy was younger than rhaenyra like he wouldn't be pressed right now he'd be like like because his whole thing is he's just stressed about who's going to take over after him. He obviously wants to keep his line going. And that's obviously a huge deal for a king is to keep your family in power and, like, your specific family. But, yeah, so she's, she ends up telling him, like, I've had X amount of miscarriages, whatever. But, like, I'm done. Like, even if this is a girl, whatever, like, I'm not having any more kids. He's like, that's okay, like. I understand whatever like he was being a nice guy about it like i he'd been pregnant for a bunch like i get that and then you end up finding out through the course of this kind of these two scenes with a on one hand you have the 
celebration for the new heir that the king has just told everyone's going to be a son, even though they don't know it yet. Yeah. Well, not to interrupt, but to interrupt, um, that he had the vision and yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, this episode and from what we know with uh, Khaleesi and Game of Thrones, like the Targaryens, when they have visions, like they're legit. Like they yeah. they come to they come to fruition. So he he had a basis of he's like no like I saw this shit like it's gonna be a son. Remind so he, me and if you remember what the, like his he said his vision was because I can't recall. He just so like, he. They just said, like, I, I saw, like, the birth take place, and it was a boy. Like, No, it makes sense. Um, he's very confident that it's a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Every conversation he was having, he was like, my son. And they would be like, my, your grace. Like, the child is not born yet. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's like, it's a boy, dude. Like, he's like, dude, chill out. I got this covered. It's a boy. He's like, dude, go parlay it. Like, it's a boy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the odds are, hammer it, bro. Yeah. Like, it's a boy. <laughs> no, Max, continue that comparison you're talking about. I actually like I, I didn't want to – I took you off the of- no, 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 no worries. Um, I was just saying, like, that he – his wife was, like, done with being pregnant and he was cool with it. And then his son is being born kind of as this tournament for him is happening and – you don't. You know that she's pregnant and she's gonna have a baby soon, but you don't necessarily know that it's gonna happen during the jousting tournament, like the knights, whatever you call these yeah. knights fighting against each other one on one. This tournament is happening, and then she gets pregnant like midway through it, and he goes and. I feel like we should talk about the tournament and everything that happens there, and then refer to what's going on during the tournament after that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So the tournament which is another one of those Easter eggs back to like early thrones. Cause if you guys remember yeah. that was like, I don't, it was probably like third or fourth episode into thrones when they get back to King's landing. And then they have the, just cause the King Rob was who he was. He just liked to party and get drunk and watch people beat the shit out of each other. But this, this was, uh, as Max said, like an honor to bring the new heir into the world. And, um, it was cool. You got to see like the all, all the old houses, or not even old yeah. houses, but the houses that we recognize. All yeah. the like, night. You met the Baratheon uh, who asked for the the queen who never was the, her favorite, yeah. and I don't know if I don't know if it's mentioned in this episode, and I might be spoiling something. I don't even know, but it. Apparently they're cousins. Um, that the, that Baratheon and um, the queen who never was. So somewhere uh, down the line, there's a marriage. Um, so I saw that. That's why he was like kind of joking with her, like. Oh, okay, I thought that was him being like a dick, Loki. No, I I think it was like I like we grew up together in a sense. Like I know you, like yeah, joking. Yeah. Can I have your favor? Uh, but it was cool to like see the Baratheons. I saw the the Boltons house uh, house flat yeah, on one man. of the, uh, the oh, man. I, I noticed that one. There were some of them. I mean, I'm sure they panned by it really fast, so I'm sure all of them were accounted for. But it was just cool to see. Um, and then the the action in it was intense. Awesome. They brought back yeah. gore for sure. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, because they did some jousting stuff in Thrones as well, and they did a lot of like one on one, like pretty gruesome battle. Yeah, between like the, these knights that are going down. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time I think we saw like that all that gore in this episode. Unless was the the gold cloak raid was that before this? I think that was. I think that was before, and that was also intense. Oh, yeah. That just showed you like the type of motherfucker that Damon is. Yeah. Just like yeah. so basically, we can touch on it real quick. Basically, Damon is now the head of the city watch, which is basically like the city police, and he leads his guys on this basically war mission to go and like round up all these criminals and whatever crime that they committed, the police would do back to them. So like, if you're a rapist, they like cut off your dick. If you're a murderer, they killed you. Like it was just like pretty yeah. gruesome shit. So that's why the council council was saying like this guy is not fit for leadership because obviously like you can't be doing that shit like that's pretty whack but like I just wanted to that's like like a quick summary I don't think it yeah no I think it was intense and you really saw his power come like full force there Uh, it just was a he like ends his little monologue hyping up his troops by saying King's Landing will learn to fear, fear the color gold, which I thought was pretty, uh, a nice was sweet higher. way to uh, end it. And it just kind of made me hyped up for the scene. Um, yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's something else, which bringing it back to the tournament. When, yeah. He was actually the next guy up. Yeah. So they, they did like a couple, I don't know how they made this bracket for the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a couple, and it was clear and obvious that like this this guy from I don't he was a he was obviously a knight because they kept I forget his name, but they were calling him Sir or whatever. But he was from uh, Dorn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was kind of just working everybody. Um, and then they kind of lined everybody up, and then brought in Damon with his sick dragon helmet. I was about to say his army, hers, his armor was so sick. Yeah, they brought him and then lined everybody up and was like, "Take your pick, who you want." And then he just kind of just went down the line, just mowing them all down. And it it ended up being the the Dornish uh, knight versus Damon, I guess for for like the championship. I don't know what they win, but yeah. I think yeah, I think it's probably just bragging rights or whatever, but. Dorn, I actually just realized, is where his wife is from. So maybe that's why he chose him, too. Because remember, he was complaining that he had, like, a Danish whore for a wife, or Dornish whore for a wife, because, like, I guess he probably thought they were impure since they were, like, dark-skinned and kind of Mediterranean-looking. Yeah, they, there are a couple times in the show where they, like, reference – I forget who references his wife, but they're like, you never are with your wife. Like, what's up with that? You're never back in, in – Dorn doing this, um, yeah. probably referring to her her whore like uh, attributes. <laughs> I yeah, I I actually have something to say on that, but we can touch on that after we get through the tournament. But basically, the the Dornish guy works Damon in the jousting part, but then he never like officially falls off the horse. He like he literally like grinded on the rail. Yeah, yeah. Like Tony Hawk all the way down, and then he like, he like kind of just like flipped off of it, and then like they that's when they went to hand to hand combat, and he kind of got worked there too. And 
I'll, I'll note this. This was like going back and forth between probably the most intense part of the episode and probably grossest part of the episode of certainly the gross. Viserys made the decision to cut open uh, his wife, and that oh man, uh, I didn't watch. It. I couldn't look. It was really like it was uh, it was intense. Fuck, bro. It was, it was so fucked up. Like they were not holding back at all. <laughs> yeah, you were just seeing people get the shipied out of them, which you're like cool. With. You're like, all right, that makes sense. And then you see a woman's pregnant belly just getting ripped with a knife like it, that's they showed everything but her vagina everything else like you saw yeah. like <laughs> it was insane it's it, it's just like they build up to it so well i guess because clearly she's struggling when the the maester whatever grabs viserys from the tournament well that's yeah yeah so the reason that so during this tournament viserys has to bail because his wife is yeah Pregnant and she's having some problems, and then he learns that his wife. All right, so he gets there and he comforts his wife, like good guy, like gonna do this together, like kind of like rallying her, trying to make her feel better. And then he learns that only, only the kid or the mom is gonna survive. Like you can't really choose both. And he made the decision to choose his son. So then once he goes back to there completely different tone he's like it'll be okay like it'll be over soon like it's like that kind of shit where it's like you knew that he had chosen to keep he says like we're they're gonna get the babe or something yeah that that was a creepy like scene because yeah. they all they all strapped down her limbs and then he's, yes she's like not obviously like she's oh. like what are they doing? what are they doing he's like they're gonna bring the babe now they're gonna bring the babe yeah. now it's like yes, that was that very. And you saw the the maester was like, sometimes fathers have to make an impossible decision uh, to risk losing them both, or yeah, kill. I don't think he says kill, but like lose one and save the other. Yeah, um, that I can't even imagine as a father doing that. Obviously, but. No, dude, that's not impossible. Insane, like just crazy, crazy scene of events. But I bringing it back to the tournament is like them back and forth, like her getting cut up, and then Damon's getting his ass kicked by this Dornish guy. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but in my head, I was already theorizing, like, oh, what's about to happen? What's about to happen? I legitimately thought Damon was going to get killed, and then it was going to be a girl. So then, yeah. So then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so just like I thought was going to sp- like spiral chaos. Like, oh shit! Yeah, that would. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think that Damon was going to die. To be honest, I thought that he would just like make like. I'm glad that he yielded because I didn't see that coming. I thought that he was just going to bullshit his way into it by like maybe probably like having other people beat him up or something like that. Um. But I thought for sure that baby was gonna be a chick, dude. I thought yeah. for sure. I yeah, didn't, when, I didn't for a second it was gonna be a boy. When he yielded, I thought he was like just gonna get up and then like stab the guy or something. That too, yeah. You know? Like somebody's dying. I don't know which one of them, but yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was shocking to see both of them walk away from that. But yeah. bringing it back to 
um, that it seemed like when the Dornish guy won and like took off his helmet, Allison and Rainera to each other were like, Oh my gosh, like he's Dornish. Uh, and then they were like, dude, this guy's hot. Like, so yeah. bringing that again, like they're, well, I guess one, their sexuality, but then also just like who they're into or like what their motives are kind of up in the air. Yeah. Was then afterwards. I think that Allison was even more like, Ooh, like he's kind of, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. And I, I feel like she was kind of trying to nudge Rhaenyra about it. And Rhaenyra was like, I could be down. Yeah. She's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like she's just down for the culture. Like she's just, for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can be <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. She's like, whatever, I'm a Targaryen, like, sure. Yeah, like <laughs> But then I guess after that it goes to the, the funeral where we get the like probably the most somber scene in the in the show, but then also like kind of sick because you you hear the words. That's up a lot. I think that that scene, I think that them cutting directly from the pregnancy to the funeral is like money. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that they did that, like, back to back, just in your face, like, not letting you forget about it or think about anything else. And obviously, you know that she, the mom has died, like his queen. It's like, damn, that sucks. You see her body there. And then they show a little body. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. the baby dies too. It was a boy. Like, it was confirmed it was a boy when it was still alive. Yeah. And, and then they cut to Damon talking with Rhaenyra. Um, like, being a good guy still, you know, there's no animosity between them. And he's like, they're waiting for you to say something, whatever. And then she's obviously upset. And she's like, I hope for the few hours that my brother was alive, it made my dad happy like something like that and that's just like her saying that is just confirming like that's the kid like mm -hmm. kid dead. like he lost both of them like that just fucking that's intense well so i forget if you just brought this up but did you we notice like right as the maester brings the baby to viserys he's like king congratulations like you have a son yeah and he's like is it a boy and he's like, yes. And then you just see a look on the master's face. Yeah, goes, he could tell. He could tell something wasn't right. Seven seconds, and you're like, some, like uh, clearly something was wrong. Mm -hmm. But then, and it immediately cuts to the funeral. So like, it was just a small little thing that I didn't even pick up on that. To be honest, I mean, it, nothing was said. It was just the way the master's like face, his facial reaction of looking at the baby. Like he he knew something was fucked up. And I think, yeah. like, a little coo or, like, a little sound from the baby, like, stopped or something. And that's when the maester, like, had this look on his face. And it was there for, like, five seconds. And then the scene cut to the funeral. And then we see the the small little baby. But uh, obviously it's confirmed when we see both bodies. Um, yeah. And the king is clearly in full distraught. Um can't even like see straight yeah yeah no his his life is turned upside down and in it his life just fucking exploded yeah but the sickest part of the funeral scene was 
Renner has just been turning into the new Khaleesi and hitting them with the good old Jakaris. Yeah, yeah. And that's what uh, Damon was referring to and saying, like, you're wa- they're waiting for you. Because I guess the custom is for the fire to breathe on the body and let it burn like that. And so I loved, I loved that fucking scene. Yeah, it was sick. It was uh, gave me chills, as as the as the folks say. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it. It is her. It's Khaleesi, pretty much. Like, but, um, Khaleesi, I guess not even new Khaleesi. Yeah, it's like Khaleesi, slightly slightly younger but older. Two hundred yeah. years, two hundred years older technically, but she she definitely looks younger. I don't I don't know in the books how old she's supposed to be, but. Dude, I I was just about to say the same thing. I think that – all right, so I know what year the actress was born. I think the character looks very young, but the actress is actually old. Oh, I know the actress is like a couple of years younger than us. She's like 22, 23. Dude, I think that she's like 30. No, I, I know what you looked at. Oh. I, and this could be spoiler if you don't know this already about the show. I, I've already found out about this by looking at what you looked at. Um, there's going to be flash forwards in the show. No, so, yeah. We don't keep her the whole time. So the, no, the, so the Rhaenyra that in this first episode, she'll, she'll still be in the series, but there's going to be flash yeah. forwards and flashbacks. Periods. So there's two separate actresses for Rhaenyra. Dude, it says, I mean, that's, I did not know that, but I'm just looking on the girl's Wikipedia page and it says that she was born in 1992. Like Emma, Emma D'Arcy says she was born in 1992 and I find that hard to believe. I I kind of agree because dude, on IMDb, she looks old. (laughs) I I haven't seen her picture on IMDb. No, so the girl on it like not old but she looks different the girl who plays her in this first episode is millie is millie alcock oh what yes i did not and then okay emma de arcy is gonna be her in the flash forward scenes no way yeah okay that makes sense oh yeah because millie alcock is literally her and she looks like Okay, okay, okay. That makes some sense now. Yeah, that girl. Okay, that girl in two thousand, so she's twenty two. I guess. Yeah, I didn't originally know that, but I by looking up similar things as you, just like I learned that there's two separate actresses. Like, but I'm fine with it. I think it's a cool way to do a show. I I do like that. The bounce around. I hope that they look the same, dude, or at least like I don't want to be able to. That it's the same person. Yeah, I hope they're obviously they're close good. enough to be playing the same person, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's no way to tell people that have not like if you're listening to the pod at this point, you've already heard the spoiler. So. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah. it's, it's if not. You, a, it's if you not looked a, up anything about like the actors or actresses for this for all the main characters. There's at least the ones where they're younger in the beginning, there's two act actors or actors. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, so 
let's move this along. Uh, we were so in the show after the funeral. That's kind of when shit is the fan. They realize that there's now this kind of grab for power of who's going to be the next heir, and it seems like there's a claim that that his like cousin or whatever who the series the queen that never was she has a claim, and then. Rhaenyra has a claim as the oldest kid. Uh, both of them are women, so those wouldn't typically be how the it's all passed on. But then the third one is Damon, who is the brother. So that's kind of the setup for the whole next season, if not series, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it is a cool, cool, like, they don't. I mean, obviously, it's a somber beginning, and like you're kind of hyped up for this baby, kind of the first whatever forty minutes of the episode, and then it's like, bam! Like every shot of that's over now. Like we have to move on, and they yeah. they bring it to a cool, cool new uh, conflict where it's. I, I that's what I kind of wanted to touch base because I I don't I'm not sure really who these two characters are and. I don't know if either of you are. So obviously it's the hand of the king, Otto yeah. Tower. I don't yeah. remember the high towers from Thrones. Dude, I thought High Tower was a place. Right. Same. I was thinking of I, I think that's High Garden that we're thinking of. Yeah. Which is where So it's his, where the fucking uh, Tully's or Marjorie fucking wherever her family yeah. is from. Yeah. His his family I didn't recognize and then it's who the queen who never was is married to. Um, yes. The, the guy with the dreadlocks. Um, yeah. The, he's supposed to be like the wealthiest guy ever. He's a Corliss Valerian. And I don't know. So I'm reading this right now. Cor- Corliss Valerian, a.k.a. the sea snake, is lord of the tides. Um, who yeah, brought Marcus. house Valerian... Enormous wealth and power. Um, okay, but I so those are those are two families that obviously were newer to the show because they weren't in Thrones, and if they were in Thrones, they weren't like big enough to for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, they never had any vying for the throne or was involved with the big families vying for the throne. Right, but they're obviously going to be major players in this going forward. Yeah. Because Allison, as we said earlier, is the daughter of the Hand of the King, so she might potentially be in a relationship with Rhaenyra. Like that could be an alliance built in right there. Um, or obviously, potential or relationship with the King. Ooh, and yeah, yeah. That was another creepy and like kind of hard to watch scene. Ooh. Yes, yes, bro. Him saying like, "Yeah, how's the?" She's like, "How's the King?" And he's like, "He's hurting. Like maybe you should go comfort him." That was he's like, he's like, yeah. Put one of your mother's dress on, which is yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> who obviously recently passed away because when Damon made the comment earlier in the show, he, he didn't like off because he like stood up. Yeah, so she had to pass away recently. He's like, go put on one of your mom's dresses and go yeah. try to fuck the king. Oh. <laughs> yeah dude and he was like he was so hard at work on his sculpture like obviously not not wanting to talk and she just sits there and is like is like do you want she's like i brought a book and yeah 
She's like, when my mother passed away, everyone was always like telling me riddles, but all I wanted someone was to tell me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then yeah. like opens up a little bit. Yeah. And maybe they banged after. Who knows? There's a lot of, yeah, we might know if they opened up physically as well. Fuck, yeah. They might have. We'll see. <laughs> I kind of hope not, to be I honest. I really hope not. <laughs> no, dude. But it just comes to show the, like, Thrones mentality of, like, you can't really trust. There's no loyalties in this show because yeah. Hand of the King, obviously – if it, even if it's a subtle like case, he's obviously trying to vie for something. If he's sending his, I guess his, what we know, only child at this point. Yeah, to, that we know of, maybe. To go fuck the king. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. A lot of yeah, I like, relationships. Oh, like, I like that fucking Thrones mentality where it's like, winner take all, do what you gotta do to fucking stay on top, you know? Like, that's kind of I feel like why people like the show a lot is this that it's ruthless, dude. Like everyone's willing to do like whatever they can to get power or stay in power. Yeah. Oh, Anything goes. Literally. But I guess that brings us to the brothel then, where the the next the next craziness goes down. Yeah, I mean so that scene cuts to Damon just fucking his wife doggy style. Like, let's say how it is. Like, he's. Well, I don't even think that's his wife, though. I think that's just. I think it's. Was his wife, bro. Because I thought she said like I could get another girl or something like that. Or was I that? Think that's, like, uh, I think he was just with a with a chick. Still, like, <laughs> like his his quote unquote like girl he goes to in the brothel, but it's not. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his side piece. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where they rise up. Uh, the There's a guy that's like, silence, your king is speaking. Yeah, yeah. Or your speaking. I, he might not have said king, but. Um, I said your was prince. He said your prince. Your prince, okay. Yeah. Um, was that guy that said that? Was he also on the small council? No. Is he the guy on the small council? I know who you're talking about. I don't think it's ever really revealed who that guy is. Okay, he's just one of his buddies, on the on the court, it's the king, Damon, hand of the king, the sea snake that we were talking about, the yeah. the grand Amazing. minister, and then the there's two other guys. The one guy was clearly the Iron Bank representative, or the the master of coin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was the master. Yeah, and then the guy you're talking about, I don't really think they ever might have been the master of ships or something. Maybe they never really specified who he was. Which I'm sure we'll learn over the next few episodes. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if those were the same person or not. Yeah. Yeah. But so he makes it official that he's running, he's vying for the crown, which is interesting because early in the episode, Viserys was like, he's not, he doesn't crave the crown. Like, he he didn't think that he was going to go for the crown. And then the hand was like, dude, you should name your daughter, like, keep it within your family. And that brings us to kind of the end of the episode where she finds out that he's going to name her the heir down in that tomb for Balerion the Dread, which I thought was a fucking sweet scene. Yeah, that was... He really, like, she's clearly caught off guard. She's like, I haven't talked to you since mom died. What the fuck's going on? And she's, he's like, this is really important. Like, we 
need to act quickly and starts kind of telling these uh these tales or whatever um i don't know and when he when he told her like the king's secret kind of foreshadowing something that's coming uh i thought was huge um pete you want to touch on that i was about to say we should talk about that a bit yeah yeah that was i mean my head got thrown for a spin when he said that uh, one bitch because it was kind of like i said at the beginning of this episode it was uh one of those small easter eggs that they touch on for thrones what's up pop <laughs> oh but so obviously he says uh that king Aegon, the original conqueror and king of westeros uh who kind of brought together the seven kingdoms the reason he did it was he didn't want to do it to conquer he was doing it out of fear um, because he's had a vision of the long winter and he knew what, what was coming eventually from the north. Um, and so what Viserys said, it's the king's burden and the Targaryen's burden of like keeping this in the line and then the king's line um, and having like Westeros prepared at all times for when this long night comes, um, which was insane because as he's saying it, like he's holding the freaking dagger that uh, Arya uses to kill the Night King. So it was just like, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but that's so the dagger that he has, it's the whatever, I forget the specific dagger that it named in Thrones, but it's the one yeah. that... Valyrian steel? Yeah, it's the one that Littlefinger gives to whoever to try to kill Bran, and then it gets yeah. ends up in Arya's hands, and she eventually stabs the Night King with it. So it's like, insane like damn dude just crazy really, as he says like the song of ice and fire he like puts his hand on the dagger and it's just like fuck wow yeah but you're juiced after that scene no that's what i'm like oh my god but then my head just got thrown for a swirl like you know whose fault this all is like everything is the goddamn fat kings because Obviously, the Targaryens knew that the Facts. that the like Night King was coming, yeah. and this the secret got ended when I guess it was Jamie Lannister was the one who killed the king, but then Night King. So I guess it was like that whole revolution fucked it up, and as we know from Thrones, like the whole revolution was built on a lie. So in reality, Westeros probably could have smoked the Night King easily if that yeah. if all the stuff that happened before thrones never happened yeah the mad king wasn't a piece of shit bro no he he was just going mad because he was holding on to that secret yeah and also yeah. like his generations of incest did not put him at a good spot to yeah. begin with mine was probably fucked up to begin with <laughs> and then and then his dad told him that when it was handed down to him he's like well i'm gonna go insane now yeah. Like, wow, fuck that. Like, fuck the long night. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's Pete, it's interesting that you like said it's like you're like, fuck no, like when he's talking about giving this warning, because I'm sure this isn't the first time that we're gonna have this type of feeling in this prequel when we just learn other yeah. stuff that's gonna happen. Yeah. Like it's exciting when we learn it in the moment. Cause we're like, damn, that's a pretty uh cool way to foreshadow what's coming, but what they're foreshadowing is just living hell actually 
and yeah. all everyone's wrongdoing. So it's just it's more of a a learning experience versus like something you can be excited for excited for, I guess. Damn. It's interesting yeah. way you're doing it. Dude, I, I did not put that together. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It was it was obviously I'm sure George R. R. was the one who framed yeah. and put it all together, but it was just really cool how they did it and put it together. That is cool. Um, one quick thing about that scene. Uh, we got a couple other things we're going to talk about, so I'm, I'm cool with kind of wrapping this thing up. Yeah. You guys want to – I can mention the end and how it ends. We can talk about that. You guys have anything else you guys want to touch upon? I was just going to say that Damon, Damon or however you say his name, I think it's Damon, his dragon is – insane looking yes bro the murdered out all black yeah that thing is that thing's gonna murk some people long ass neck that thing is insane the dragons in this episode are fucking sick yeah i think i read something that we're gonna like meet nine dragons in this series damn well apparent i this also couldn't be true could not be true is another thing I saw on Twitter, but I guess King Viserys his dragon's like the biggest of all of them. And hey. like, but apparently he's only ridden him once, and yeah. I, I think you can kind of tell from that scene that we were just talking about. Like I don't think he really fucks with the dragons, um, as, yeah. as much I, like Damon and Rhaenyra do because they obviously love riding their dragons and like taking them out and stuff. But in that scene, he's like people have it kind of twisted. Like they think the Targaryens and the dragons are like one. It's like, no, we just like are the lucky ones who, who got, who like found them and like were able to use them first. But in reality, they're beasts that can't be tamed and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the quote is something along the lines of like the idea that we control the dragons is an illusion. Right. (laughs) That was a that was that was the favorite quote from the yeah. entire episode. Yeah, but he says that with Balerion the Dreads skull in the back, which is fucking sweet. That that Balerion the Dread is the dragon that they flew across the narrow sea and um, like kind of like took over Westeros with basically. Right, and then they cut to a scene of him naming her the heir in the throne room with a sick ass OG iron throne with like all the cuts on it. And that shit might come back to haunt him. He might have grayscale. Did you guys see that on his back? That looked like he could have great. Well, that's what I originally thought. And then this back to Twitter again, I kind of just live on Twitter for all this stuff, but uh, (laughs) so it it's mentioned in Thrones a few times, but not really. But the Iron Throne is built to reject people who aren't fit to rule. And it, it's, it's been said, like, the throne will hurt you if you're not, uh, like, the correct ruler. So, basically, people are theorizing, like, the throne is rejecting him because he's not a fit king. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 as he's sitting on the throne, it's literally killing him because it's cutting him up and it's getting infected and shit. Damn, dude! I did not know that. Yeah, wasn't his excuse for wasn't his excuse to the maester like, oh, that's just like uh, a consequence of 
me sitting on the throne or something. Yeah, he was like, you try sitting on like a thousand sword. Yeah. Some shit. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah, with one before. On the steps, too. I thought that was sweet. There was yeah. another before I read, too. It was like, I think when he was bitching at Damon for, uh, Damon had his knight saying, um, king for a day like making fun of his son that died yeah that was sad his hands were like gripping the the sides of the throne and he like grabs his hand after and it's like all cut up and bleeding Mm -hmm. yeah that was supposed to be a metaphor maybe for all the bloodshed that's like supposed to come uh true yeah i like that there's definitely some war or not even say war but there's definitely some killing coming down the line from probably both ends. Yeah, it's going to be – I mean, I think it's going to be those three main players we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, one quick thing I want to mention before we wrap this thing up is speaking about seeing other cool families in this one, Stark showed up. Florida went to pledging his fealty. Oh, yeah. That's sick. You're like – you give like a little uh... – like, let's go. Like, yeah, you just like, Stark's in this bitch. It's like the the Leo DiCaprio meme of from Once Upon a Time. You're just like holding the drink and pointing oh, at yeah. the like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so true, dude. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for them to say anything. I was like, damn, they're really going to leave out the Starks? And then they just threw it in there real quick. Like, I yeah, yeah. Stark. What's up, man? Yeah. In this bitch, let's go. He looks so mad to be kneeling, too. He was pissed. Yeah, white hair like the snow because he's yeah. fucking tough here in the north. He's like, I had, to, I had to travel fucking thousands of miles just to fucking bend the knee. That's not, yeah, fuck, fuck bending the knee. Damn. Something his ancestors will not do. Yeah. Damn. No. Any first episode. We've honestly got. We're kind of getting pretty late into this episode. I, I want to make sure that we have time for some other things we want to talk about, at least a couple of them. But before we move on, you guys got anything else to say about where we think this is headed? Obviously, I think it's pretty evident that we're all pretty excited about this. Yeah. I know it's going to be 10 episodes, which was the same as how most of Thrones was. So probably going to be similar setup where hour-long episodes, 10 each, and then year or two gap, and then another season comes out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought it was a mix of everything that we love from Game of Thrones with um, obviously some new characters, some some nostalgia there, and just overall excitement watching the show. But excitement, but also sadness and just uncomfortable feelings all together, which is what we what we wanted and why we like watching. Yeah, that's why we love Thrones. That's why you watch Thrones, man. Yeah, so... Couldn't yeah. be more excited for the next one. Uh, I wish I could feel the feelings again. <laughs> Dude, but we're going to feel that nine more times. I know. So I'm juiced. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. I think it's going to be a sweet setup. I think the next few episodes are going to be a, the good old nitty gritty Thrones episodes where it's a bunch of politicking. Um, not a whole lot of action. And you're we're probably going to have to pay really close attention to what's going on, though. And then I think the back half of the season is when shit's gonna, yeah, gonna get fun. I was gonna say, um, I think that 
it was awesome having you on to talk the premiere. And I think our next TV episode should be in a couple of weeks when the finale airs and we can kind of talk about how it started on the pod and then also how the first season is going to end. I think that'd be a, we'd love to have you on for that episode. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'd love to come back. Um, I was going to say kind of, this can be a segue, but uh, just a question. Do you guys like one once a week shows or would you rather be able to binge 10 episodes in a row? That's a great discussion. Wow. We, so um, real quick, in the second half of this pod, we're going to be doing a little bit of segmented stuff similar to what we did last time Pete was on, mainly focusing on TV. So Pete Oper- Pete throws one in there that I didn't even see going. Which ball. I didn't throw a curveball. Yeah, I like that, dude. So, I, so my answer is for most shows – I would like them all to be released at once and get my own chance to see them in a row. However, there are certain television events I think we can call like the Game of Thrones series like a television event. Like when it's on, everyone's talking about it. Big deal. I like the one episode a week for this kind of stuff because it also just makes you want to want to watch it that much more. Yeah, I I honestly couldn't agree more. Um, Game of Thrones, I feel like, is one of the only shows that I watch that really does it that way, you know? Um, Yeah. Or at least is still airing. Right. Netflix Netflix always releases them all at once, pretty much. Uh, Amazon, I... Like, the most recent Amazon show I watched was The Boys, and I think they release them all at once, if I'm not mistaken i think the boys they did the first season maybe all at once and now that it got more popular i think what they do with big shows is in order to market it a lot yeah. and like would it give them time to like get a fan build up i think they do that kind of shit because i think yeah. that you're right that but i'm i'm trying to think of like other shows that i've recently watched that uh like are brand new you know and i i i'm not watching those shows you know like yeah because yeah. even with the new Stranger Things, they did like a two-part thing. Yeah, which yeah. That, but yeah. they've all done – I mean, Pete, I know you're a Stranger Things guy. Every season up until this most recent one, they all released them at once. Is that true? Yeah. No, it's Netflix – since it's a Netflix original, it's all at once. And even that, that was like – I honestly think the reason they did it was because several of the episodes were movies. And it's just like we can't put out this much content all at once we need to break it up but the reason yeah. i brought it up was so jill and i have recently been watching on hulu um show called only murders in the building i don't yeah, know yeah yeah gomez and uh, yeah Steve actually really good i recommend it if you guys haven't watched it. it's just fun like lighthearted, who done it like funny show but okay. they did it hulu actually for that show actually did it this most recent season a week at a time release so okay. we we like binged the first season of it and we got to the second season and the, we caught up to like the last four or five episodes of and we were like oh shit like we can't just keep watching it we have to wait week to week now and they're yeah. quick like 25 to 30 minute episodes of just like lighthearted tv and i'm like no like i want to watch this all at once yeah. and like figure yeah. out what's going on but like you guys said too like an event like thrones an event like 
I, I don't even know if there's anything to compare to Thrones um, in terms of like a, of of like theatrical event on television. I don't know if there's a whole lot to compare to that. Um, but yeah. I, I like the week by week aspect of Thrones. But a lot of other things, I'm like, give it to me now. So maybe it just depends on the genre because it seems like with your only murders in the building, if it's more lighthearted, like you said, where it's not super thick plot and stuff to mull over in your head where you're just kind of watching it interested mid episode and while you're watching it, but outside you don't think much about it. Like maybe for that kind of stuff. Yeah. For me, it's not that it's better. It's just that that's what I would prefer. You know, I understand why they want to elongate it because they want to make you want your maximum time getting talked about as long as you can. And the way you do that is by doing week by week, you know, like yeah. everyone talks about yeah. that one it, Queens Gambit we talked about for like a couple weeks, but like at the end of the day, like that was kind of one month that Queens Gambit dominated. But other than that, you know, if it was week by week, it might've been a different story. Yeah. hundred percent. It brings everyone, all the viewers together too. Like you said, like, I think it's great that they do it on Sunday night. I don't know if yeah. that's an HBO thing, but Kind of. That's what everyone's looking. Everyone's looking forward to it throughout the entire week, and I don't know. Kind of to to end your week, whoever it might be, you're ending it with Game of Thrones, and you're that's like the last thing you do of your week, and you go into it yeah. Monday morning probably thinking about Game of Thrones or House of Dragon. Um, and that's where you tell your buddies at work, and you can talk with them about yeah. it. Yeah. Do you see that one TikTok of? It was like, I don't know what city it was in, but somebody's like outside of an apartment building videotaping the windows yeah. and like, look how many people are watching Thrones at the same time. Yeah. And you see <laughs> lights flashing. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see that. That looks, that sounds really cool. I'll send, I'll send it to you, Max. It, it is. Half of, the, half of the apartments were doing it, probably more. Yeah. Like, they all, all the TVs like were in sync and you could see the lights like flashing at the same time. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so um one thing that's one topic we just talked about pete i appreciate you throwing that in there and i i think that is something that's a big focal point and what in terms of watching tv nowadays i feel like that's a big discussion that people have and i'm sure that's something that the content companies whether it be hbo netflix whatever they think about that a lot of like what should we do? Yeah. So one other topic we were talking about, um, is there anyone that you guys would like to touch on first? Um, I don't know. I like the, just roll with it. They're good ones. I mean, I don't know. I think podium TV shows, we could just run through ours quick. Yeah, I don't know. We we. I think we should all go around one one that's on. Yeah, like start with three. Yeah, I can name one that's probably on all of our lists that we've talked about already. Yeah, just hour and twenty minutes. (laughs) Yeah. so. So I mean, I don't know. Mine, honestly, are Game of Thrones. Let's do. Three, do three without Thrones, because I think okay. Thrones is on all, all right. right. Breaking Bad, these are in no particular order, too, because I don't really like doing orders when I'm ranking shit like this. Aw, oh, come uh, on, Ethan. I like Bad, Succession, and honestly, The Boys. 
The Boys, Succession, and Breaking Bad. Yeah. All right, gun to your head. You could only keep one of those shows. What would it be? Probably Breaking Bad. Okay, that's what I figured would be number one. Yeah. Like that's that's just an unbelievable thing. I, and I wanted to mention that earlier when you said you can't think of another television th- like experience like that. I remember when Breaking Bad was coming out, that was a huge deal. And like when the finale yeah. happened, he was talking about it. But I feel like we were also a little bit young for that. But at the same time, I feel like Thrones was still on a different level. Yeah, I agree. Because Breaking – so were you saying Breaking Bad was week by week, wasn't it? It was week okay. by week. It was a big television mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that one. But the, the difference with that is like – I guess as Max was saying, we're we're as that was coming out, we were kind of all at the age of when we would have been interested in watching it. It was kind of all on Netflix at that point, anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. It was past the. the it might have been like in the last season of it airing on AMC. I don't even. I think I I think I watched it back in I want to say like sophomore year of high school is when yeah. I watched Breaking Bad, and I think I was able to watch pretty much all of it in a row on Netflix. I think that Breaking Bad, literally, like, the finale was, like, when we were, like, freshmen. Like, it was – the finale was 2013, so that was before – that was when we were freshmen. Right. In high school. So, yeah. Like, at that point, we would have had to start watching it when we were in, like, fifth grade, which just wasn't going to happen, you know? Yeah. Well, those are – So – I've seen two of those three. I haven't seen The Boys. I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I haven't haven't gotten around to watching it I've seen, I've seen the boys. I've not seen Succession. I've actually not even seen all the boys. I started it, and I got like halfway through season two, or maybe not even, maybe halfway through season three. But I don't know. It's hard for me to watch those hour long shows if I'm not watching it with my roommates as well, because for me, it's just like I don't really want to watch a show on my laptop. Like that, one of those big scale, like awesome shows. Like same thing happened with me with Peaky earlier. I've I've told this to Egan. Like, I like to watch it on the big t- big TV. Like, get the nice experience. But if my roommates aren't watching it, kind of feel like a dick just being like, all right, well for the next hour I'm watching fucking season two of the boys. If, and if they haven't seen it, like, yeah, no, it's tricky for sure. Yeah, and like it's it doesn't do it justice, like you said, when you watch something like that on a on a laptop. Yeah. You gotta get the full experience. All right, I'm gonna get my podium. I'll go ahead and give it an order too. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks, Pete. Thanks for participating. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna say one. Um, not not. I'm gonna go a very different path than Egan here, but one, I'm gonna go How I Met Your Mother. Wow, I was just oh, dude. No, that, that, this is excluding Thrones for all of us, just FYI. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but, for me, Thrones is number one, yeah. Egan. Um, but How I Met Your Mother, I think I've watched it all the way through three or four times. And, yeah. like, that's honestly, like, what sculpted, like, my humor for the, <laughs> the most part, I feel like. I started watching it, I think, in eighth grade. And that was a show I remember, like, I, I remember watching the last couple of seasons, like, live. I um, remember talking about it with you, Pete, when yeah. we were both, like, something that we became friends on early on. Cause yeah. We were both into it. No, great show. Like, love it. All hilarious characters. Like, 
I yeah. honestly might start rewatching it again because I haven't I haven't seen it in a little bit. Um, yeah. Number two, I'm gonna go as Max said earlier. Um, Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. It's nice. it kind of hits everything that I like as well. It's humorous. It's got the the sci-fi stuff that I'm into, and then it also just has a bunch of plot twists that you don't see coming. Um, yeah. So that's that that's pretty cool. And then three, I'm gonna go with Friday Night Lights. Damn, classic! I like those yeah. picks. I actually, I actually just rewatched Friday Night Lights probably for like the, like How About Your Mother for like the third or fourth time earlier this year. I, I just went and cranked it up. It's it so, it, it's so good. And like you, you just forget how. I don't know. I always forget how much I like that show. I've probably seen it a few times through. And oh, I always think like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. I remember the drama. But then there's always a few episodes where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> I can't believe this happened again. And like, honestly, yeah. Yeah. And it's just nostalgic because peaked in high school, you know, played football. Texas yeah. football. Yeah. No, it, it's a it's just a great show. Coach Taylor's a beast. That. Matt Harrison's a beast. Yeah, I remember watching that show with my mom. Like when that was something that I watched when it first came out on TV. I've actually never binged it. I watched it as like with her as she was, as it was airing on TV, and that was one of the few shows that I watched with my mom because she also like your mom that you know like I wasn't big into the like cable dramas, but yeah, that was like an ABC show, wasn't it? And NBC. NBC? Yeah. There you go. Fuck yeah. No, well, I've got three besides Thrones, obviously. But I like, I like those picks, Pete. You got a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. Maxi? Right, I'll go up next. Um, so, my number one show after Thrones, I'd say, is Avatar The Last Airbender. Fuck yeah. Great Fire show. Dude, I fucking love it. That's... A nostalgic show for me as well. I uh, remember watching it when I was a little kid with my neighbors, the Jason Trey Bowden, the twins that lived in the same neighborhood as Louie and I, kind of our best friends from day one. Uh, spent a lot of time watching that show with them. What's up, mate, to those boys? Um, I also just love how deep it gets plot-wise because I remember when I was first watching it as a little kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. We can, like get fire out of his hands and like blow people back and move the earth. Like, you know, I just thought the whole bending thing was cool when I was a little kid and then rewatching it. I was like, wow, this show is actually like very good plot wise. Like I've seen that last episode, like five or six times probably of him fighting fire Lord Ozai and like, I just hear bending. Yeah. (laughs) Can't hurt anyone anymore. Like, There's some anime dramatic parts about it too, which are pretty funny. But I love that show. I have kind of another one that I was thinking of when you said How I Met Your Mother. It reminded me how much I really like that 70s show. So I'd say that's in my top three. Uh, I think the humor in there is hilarious, and I've seen that a bunch. I'd say that that's kind of like my sitcom show you know everybody likes their sitcom i feel like a lot of people love watching the office and Mm -hmm. i'm at your mother definitely a great one as well and 
I love How I Met Your Mother. That's very nostalgic as well. But I think that 70s show would be my favorite out of those. And then other than that, I've seen – let me go through my list. I, I had Thrones prepared for my top three, but I, I'm glad that we're choosing others. <laughs> yeah, I love that one, was, that one was uh just automatically on all of our top three. So yeah. given. Um so I'm glad I found it. My next favorite is definitely Entourage. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I that's a guy fucking show. Like that's such like a stereotypical answer, but it is so funny. Like no, I've seen okay. a bunch with my brother. Yeah, me and Louis have seen that together, like just the two of us together, probably like three times, and like that's just a fucking awesome show. First so, time I've ever heard of the show was at your house, Max. You really? Know, I was like just popped on a random episode in the basement. I I had never seen or heard of the show before. And I was like, yeah, fucking hilarious. You saw, a, you saw a rack within like three minutes. You were like, what's this about? I had to hide my boner at the sleepover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Whoa, what's this show? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a that's a great one. So, little two part. So that's of the podiums. I think that we've got some great ones in there. Uh, before we give some honorable honorable mention about some of our favorite shows out there. Uh, real quick, if you could be anyone out of the four or the five people in Entourage, Turtle, Vinny Chase, E, Drama, or Ari, who would it be? And who would you want to hang out with the most? Not necessarily be, but hang out with. Uh, I've got my answer, I think. All right, go ahead, Pete. Yeah. I would want to be Ari. Really? I think I'd want to be Ari. Yeah. His life is fucking stressful, bro. Yeah, but it's also like so much power. And then if you like live it the way he lives it, like where you don't give a fuck and like you're yeah. all up in everybody's face about everything. And then you're also just rich as shit. Like yeah. that, that'd probably be fun. I think that uh, this is probably obvious. Probably who people would think you would want to be is like Vinny Chase because of the chicks. But yeah, I'd. I don't know. I feel like all the shit that he goes through on the side is like not worth it at the same time too. Yeah. He's got to deal with like, he's super laid back, but he's got to deal with a lot of bullshit. He also has to support all of his boys. Like (laughs) none of them do shit. And obviously until like the end of the show, but like he's carrying them the whole time. But I think I would want to hang out with him the most. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. you would want to be Ari and hang out with Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. Partying with Vinny would be fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to choose E. You uh, would want E? I feel like, I don't know. He, he reaps all the benefits firsthand. And I think, I think I'd much rather be a manager than an agent. He just wants yeah. Sloan. Egan wants to get with Sloan. Yeah, respect. <laughs> no. <laughs> that uh, reason, I guess. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you just you're kicking it with your boys most of the time when he's quote unquote working, and Ari's like actually at his office like fucking around. Yeah. But then again, like E E has a really intense job, so I don't know. But I don't know if I would want to be like turtle or drama because I would just want to do anything. 
I think drama's the last person you'd want to be. No, you definitely don't want to be drama. I can go into mine. So drama is the person that I would want to hang out with the most. Yeah. I would not want to. Or did you say that who you would want to hang out with, Egan? I think I might. I think I would want to hang out with like Vince, but I like already do that as he, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably drama. <laughs> yeah. Drama's just a clown, dude. Endless entertainment. Yeah. What's yours, Reigns? So I would want to be Turtle. I think that's the easy answer, to be honest. Like, Turtle doesn't do anything. You just get the weed and drive the car. Yeah, dude. You're just kicking it the most time, like, hanging out. You talking about reaping benefits, bro. Like, he, yeah, he doesn't do a shit. Yeah, so he's basically just a nice guy that drives him around, which I could easily do. Yeah. And then Vinny comes through in the end with him by saving the shares. Yeah, like Vinny yeah. racks him out at the end. I think that's the easy answer, honestly. Uh, I think Ari would just be fun, though, because you get to be a bully for a living. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no repercussions. You can't, yeah, you can't get This is before cancel culture. You're the money. <laughs> yeah. He kind of comes close to catching a case, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. A couple times. Do you guys want to uh you guys want to talk about your honorable mentions real quick? Sorry, I think that there are some shows in there that are, are we doing mentioned. are we doing honorable mention mini series or are we doing just honorable mention shows? Let's do let's do shows then mini series. Alright. You can just say our shows and then our favorite mini series and then honorable mention for that as well. Yeah. So I think that one honorable mention for TV shows should be the show, uh, where is it? I just had it. Invincible. So Invincible is on Prime Video. It recently came out. Definitely one of my favorites. It was also week to week. I got really into it with Soupy and Benny Worthlin. What's up, mate, to those guys? Uh, I think that would be my honorable mention on this list. Invincible? What's that about? Am I, I'm not familiar. You've definitely seen the memes of like the his dad is um, like Optiman or something here. Invincible is I can show you a picture. This is his dad. Omniman. Oh yeah 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 okay. I forget what his name was. Yeah so um, it's the comedy cartoon thing. Yeah, it's like super, like pretty yeah, intense, yeah, yeah. and that plot line's awesome. Um, I loved that show, and I think that it should be mentioned on here. I haven't, get, I haven't seen that yet. I need to watch that. There's only one season out. It's fire. It's super <laughs> fire. <laughs> um, I don't know. My my honorable mentions kind of already mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but they were. Uh. They Will's were like, you see this? What? Will Will's taking the easy route, Pete? You see this? Yeah. Cut your traps. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I have so the podium doesn't want to give us another tip show. When we when we were drafting these notes up, and you wrote miniseries, I put my honorable mention of miniseries. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I was I was going with the flow and the combo. I thought it'd be a nice little oh. way to. I like it. I like it. I guess um, 
Okay, I got one. I like the show Suits a lot. Suits. I like I've been seeing a ton of Suits clips on TikTok, and I think Dude, they great popping, show. I think they keep popping up because I'm like watching them all the way through. I've never seen an episode of the show. Um, damn. <sighs> this happened last episode. I know. Like purple. My camera just went pink, folks. Um, <laughs> um, I like Suits a lot. It's on USA. It's basically about this genius lawyer. But the show gets pretty repetitive. But Meghan Markle's in it, so that's cool. <laughs> What's up, mate? To the the queen who never was. Yeah. Hey. I like that? Right. Um, I'm going to say three... Uh, honorable mentions here for three yeah. different reasons. Um, one is like just great TV show that nobody listened in their podiums. Peaky Blinders. Um, nice. Great show. And apparently they're coming out with a movie for it to because without spoilers, the way that the last season ended, the finale, which came out this year, um, was definitely a cliffhanger and people were like, what's going on? And then the rumors started that they're kind of like entourage. There's going to be a movie to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll be sick. The other one is a nostalgic, uh, a nostalgic honorable mention for me is uh, the middle. The middle. Just hilarious show. Um, and it was something that like my whole family would get together and watch whenever it would come oh. out, like every Tuesday, at like eight o'clock. That's the one with Frankie Muniz, right? No, so that's that's Malcolm in the middle. Ah. The middle is with the kid who looks like he's like got a guy. Like it's Axel, out. Axel, Sue, and Brick. <laughs> it, yeah. It's just this like random suburban family that lives in Indiana, um, and it's literally just like there's no plot besides just like them living. Oh, I know exactly which kid yeah. you're referring to. Yeah, you know, you know, Sam. So that's a good reason. That's a nostalgic reason. I fuck with yeah, that. No. Dude, what was your last one? I'm not gonna lie to you. I had it, and then it just lost my left my mind. I'm gonna say one that I forgot to mention earlier, yeah, but you I think and I might think of it. I think you, we got to mention SpongeBob. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah, great one. SpongeBob's nostalgic. Uh, I mean, yes. Just a funny laugh at all times. I think Family Guy's also mentioning worth mentioning. Respect, I like that. Yeah, keeping so it. Whenever it, you want to chime in with anything, that's cool with me too. Like keeping it on here. Keep riding our tailcoats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into a little mini series action. So, a lot of good TV as we've talked about, but one thing that I love in TV is mini series because it's basically just like a longer version of a movie where you can kind of flesh out a lot more things. Um, Egan, how about you go first? What's a what's your favorite honorable mention miniseries? I'm gonna say Chernobyl. Yeah, um, Chernobyl. I think I watched it like shortly after it came out, and I was in complete shock at how good it was. Um, yeah, just the fact that it's based on a true story and it's HBO. HBO, it's like their bread and butter doing this type of shit. Um, yeah. And just very traumatic, but at the same time, just produced, produced very well. That is uh, probably my 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 go-to there. Neat. 
Um, I'm going to name two. One is a legitimate miniseries um, that was awesome. Came out on HBO. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh. I don't know if you guys have watched it or heard of it. But is it you Kate Winslet? Yeah, Kate Winslet. Yeah. I remember thinking it was really good. It's it's extremely good. Um, very very serious show. Very intense. Same with not at the level of Chernobyl, but different um, kind of intense. Yeah, uh, but a, another murder mystery whodunit type of show. Um, mm-hmm. Very cool. The other one I was gonna say is a TV show, but it kind of got turned into a mini series because they just stopped making it. But it was so good. It was um, Mind Hunter on Netflix. Mind- Oh, is that the one with the off? Um, and then I forget the other guy. They technically did two seasons of it, but they were definitely planning to make a lot more, and then just never did. So it kind of got turned into a mini series in a way. Yeah, um, I was thinking of True Detective at first, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it, it's a very good show. Um, Dude, so that is what I just did some research. Uh, that was created by David Fincher. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. and that's that's what. So yeah, so Fincher, who did um, Zodiac and Seven, uh, Seven, and there's one more that's awesome. Ah, uh, he did uh, Fight Club. Yes, dude. Like, so he anything that he likes, I'm fucking down with. Yeah, um, I watched that yesterday. It's awesome. It's awesome. Two seasons of a show. If if you guys haven't seen it, I recommend it. Yeah. You can probably knock it out really fast. It's, I think it's like eight eight episodes each season, like not very long. Yeah, I looked it up. It's got nineteen total episodes. Yeah, so that's it's, it's a it. I'll I'll classify it as a longer miniseries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great one, Pete. I haven't seen uh, either of those, so I'm gonna have to check those out. I love miniseries because you can. It's really intense plot that you can kind of flesh out for a while, but it's not like a huge commitment, like a big like Game of Thrones type, you know? Yeah. Or it's not like 70 hours of content or whatever. You know? Right. Um, I'll go with mine. I got two as well. I thought that you were going to mention one of these because uh, the first one that I'm going to mention is something that I actually watched with you, Pete, the, uh, the Watchmen miniseries. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, so we watched that senior year. Uh, probably I spoiled it for myself. Yeah, yeah, he spoiled it. But if uh, Egan, I've talked to you about Watchmen before. You know I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, it's the one it, that one follows like the woman, right? The, isn't mm-hmm. woman the woman Rorschach in that? Or no, she's. Sister Knight is Regina King, who you would recognize. But Rorschach is kind of the main character of the yeah. movie. Kind of the there was a comic that I really liked, and then a movie based yeah. off the comic, and then the miniseries is based off kind of both of them as like a twenty years later situation. Yeah, I I read the comic as well and saw the movie, so I, I'm I need to get on that as well. I think I've seen an episode or. or too maybe but it's good there's some crazy shit that happens in that one too pete i think we both know what i'm referring to yeah that shows kind of similar has some like similarities to the boys a little bit yeah maybe i'd say that the boys is more like 
I mean, it's just a longer show, so it's different. Yeah. But um, the other miniseries that I wanted to mention is Band of Brothers. Okay. Ooh, great, great miniseries. I knew that you've seen that one, Pete, because yeah. we saw the religion yep. in high school. But that's a fucking, like, I think that I was entertained more by Watchmen. Like, I was more interested in the plot, but just, like, the way that Band of Brothers is filmed and portrayed and the actors in it, I think that that is just, like, a super well done miniseries yeah i agree that's one where i kick myself that i haven't seen yet because i know how good it is yeah that's a long one though but it's fucking worth it like 10 episodes 10 episodes of an hour i think yeah hbo hbo man they crank this shit out like it's their job (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i like that i like that uh segment we just ripped I like the miniseries. I feel like it doesn't get enough love because it's kind of in between a movie and a TV show. Right. And I feel like like you watch them, and then they just never really get mentioned again. And unless yeah. like you come across somebody who's also seen it, but it's yeah. like they're never because it's only one season. Interesting phenomenons, I should say. Like like you said, like the the Queen's Gambit that was hot for like about a month, month and a half, and then it just it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about Queen's Gambit, but... I never saw it. Dude, it's pretty fire. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just another one of those shows where I just didn't... Yeah. Same thing with Squid Game for me, honestly. Like, I saw, like, they both caught fire, and, like, I just wasn't in on it, because for whatever reason, I wasn't going to watch Queen's Gambit, and then when Squid Game came out, that, like, it came out like the week that I moved out of my parents' house and I was on the road for five weeks. So it's just like, I wasn't really going to get a chance to sit down and watch that like, in a row. Yeah. You're not missing a whole lot. I wasn't a huge it was, eh. it was like entertaining, but I didn't understand like the entire hype of it. Just was more like fucked up. I feel like than entertaining. Yeah. It's you, you didn't miss a whole lot. <laughs> just a weird concept. <laughs> all right so i feel like we probably got time for one last one i feel like we're kind of we all want to do this last one i mean we've got a couple more that we could hit but i think that there's one that i know which i you you can say which one i'm talking about yeah so we were thinking about um if you could hang out with three people from tv three tv characters who would they be another way to think about this is like if you were going golfing and it was a foursome of you made up with three people from TV, who would they be? Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm excited to see your guys' picks because I kind of had a I had some challenges with this one, honestly. Yeah. It was hard because there are countless characters in television. Yeah. And all of them are different in their own way. And like, do I want to yeah. be do I want to have a whole mix or do I want to be having a great time the entire time? But what if something happens? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's backup, you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Who, who wants to go first? I can go first. Pete. All right, Pete. Uh, step up because I think me and Egan are both nervous. Nah, I'm good. Um, so I'm going to kind of base mine around the shows that I put on my podium. But – uh, number one, I'm going to take uh, Barney Stenson. 
Damn. Damn, that's a good one, dude. Barney Stinson's going to be hitting the links with me for 18. He's going to be whipping out his magic tricks left and right. Yeah, um, is he going to be your partner? I don't know if I have, I don't know if I want him as my partner. Um, okay. I think I think he might just be there for entertainment along with uh, along with um, this other person who would provide the drinks and probably be asleep on the green by the tenth hole, but that'd be Tim Riggins. Nice. Um, <laughs> lights. Yeah, he he he'd bring more than enough beer for everybody and. I mean, he would be a great time. He'd probably be blackout drunk the whole time, but he's not going to bring the mood down at all. And it'd be sick to just play around a golf with Tim Riggins. And then uh, this last person is probably who I would take as uh, as my partner on the team. And we'd probably go out and celebrate and have a great time afterwards with our big old bag of gold and uh, become the new lords of uh, a town with Sir... Uh, Sir Braun of the Blackwater. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Dude, that's a great pick out of Thrones because a lot of people would just be like, yeah, like Khaleesi or whatever. Like, Give me Sir Braun of the Blackwater. Dude, he's he seems like a good time. I'll be oh, honest. He would be on real time. And he's like – he's. that's why I said I want him as my partner because he's, he's all in it just – to win and like to be on top at the end. Yeah. He's, he's down to, to do what he can to make it to the top. But then he also drinks a shit ton and parties. A yeah, shit ton at the same he loves time. to have a good time as well, which is sick. Yeah. So those are my three. Fuck. Yeah. I not have any crossovers with your shows. Actually, like no one from even like not a different person from the same show or anything. So I can do mine. So mine are a little bit different, I guess, because some of mine are animated. I don't know if we made that a stipulation or not, but I have one animated as well. Okay. So so one of so one of mine it is from my favorite show. I'm gonna have Aang in there. I think chilling with Aang would be sweet. He seems like he's like with the shits, like mentally like he's down for like us to vibe out and have a good time like he's not gonna be a dick or like mean to anyone which i'm cool with um my next pick is kind of a joint one like it's kind of two people one let me know if i'm not allowed to have them both but i was thinking scooby and shaggy (laughs) i think scooby and shaggy out there would be pretty sweet like hang out with Shaggy can drive the cart and Scooby would play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like Shaggy would be Scooby's caddy. Hey, Juice, if you could hang out with anyone from TV, who would it be? Anyone. Just to kick it? Just to kick it. Just to kick it. I got Scooby and Shaggy. (laughs) Pretty elite right there. Yeah, SpongeBob maybe? I feel like I'd... Might want to kick it out with Bart. With Bart Simpson? Yeah, Damn, really good pick. Yeah, get into some little nonsense. That's a good pick. Um, and my last one is uh kind of similar to Bart. I was gonna do Stewie Griffin because I feel like we could time travel. We could fucking like 
invent some shit, fuck around a little bit. I think that'd be pretty fun. Like Aang and Stewie kind of see on the, how they would act together would be pretty sweet. But just three interesting uh, characters there. I feel like that would be a shit show along with yourself. Yeah, I think me, Shaggy, and Scooby would just kick it and watch Aang and Stewie duke it out. (laughs) (laughs) So I did all mine animated. You guys, Egan, you tell yours, and then maybe I'll have some. I had one animated as well before. I was gonna say Bugs Bunny. Um, Damn, that's a great one. Kind of just to keep me under, like, I was going for all entertainment, honestly, uh, here. But Bugs Bunny, obviously, is just uh, a wild card, but he knows how to kick it at the same time, I feel like. Yeah. Keeping him entertained, he he can run around, go grab my ball if it's a bad shot, I guess. Um, Second was Johnny Drama. Yeah, good one. That one's pretty self-explanatory. We've seen him on the golf course before. Great driver, though. Like he broke Tom Brady. Yeah, we've seen him on the golf course before. He would definitely not be my partner. Yeah. Um, Just a cut. Mine's off the rack. (laughs) I I, I, I fucking love that. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) Um, And then I did Tyrion Lannister kind of just for shits and giggles. Um, Yeah. He would have to be he would have to use a junior set of clubs for sure, but yeah, and he drank um, he those things. Yeah, we'd be boozing, and uh, he he's got his little dagger on him to protect us if anything happened. Yes. But, I think that circling back, if I had to do anyone from like a real moot show, uh, I think that I would do um, Vinny Chase from. Either throne or excuse me, either Vinny Chase or Drama. I'm cool with either of them. And then, um, actually, Tormund Giants Bane. I think Ooh. he would be my rounds that I'd want to party with. Is the big lady still here? Yeah. Where's the big woman? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm down for. Respect. I'm no king, but if I were, I'd knight you ten times over. <laughs> what a legend yeah that's a good pick dude hell yeah so we started on thrones uh, i think that we've had our fun we've, we're getting kind of a long episode here which i didn't anticipate but i'm down for always yeah. it happens pete we i want to th- we were we were full of convo yeah it was pete gave us a lot of insight on shit that i had never really thought about um I appreciate you hopping on, Pete. And like I said, I think it'd be great for us to do another TV episode for the conclusion of season one of House of the Dragon. For sure, dude. Thanks thanks for having me, guys. Um, for all the mates out there, what's up? Yeah. Speaking of saying what's up to mates, next episode. Will, you want to? Yeah, see- I'll tease you a little bit. Uh we kind of teased it last episode too, but I'll tease it a little harder. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing a live episode again uh, next episode back in uh, back in the homeland. So super pumped for that. That wasn't much of a tease. We kind of just told you guys. Yeah, but Pete's going to be there. We're going to say what's up to him. Some of our guests will be teases, I guess. We're going to be – yeah, we're going to be – 
doing something for that. We're all going to be together most likely on that Sunday before Labor Day. We'll be doing something. So keep your guys' eyes and ears open for that. Pete, thank you again for coming on, bro. Great I can't wait to see you guys. I'm going to see both of you guys in less than two weeks. Yeah. No. Or less than, less than a week. Or no, 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 not quite less than a week, but like. We can have like 10 days. Nine days. I think it's nine days. Today's Wednesday. Next Friday, I'm going to see you guys. Week yeah. from Friday. Nine days. I'm I'm real excited about that one. Let's go, boys. OH. IOP. Oh. Uh, we're going to be in I the homeland. See us watching the Buckeyes take on the Fighting Irish. Uh, you guys will be able to tell when you start episode 16 what happened in the game based on our tone, without a doubt. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Positive next Sunday, but could turn dark. Who knows? Yeah, we'll be I, we'll I, be sounding a little different regardless. The next episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Till then, uh, thanks again, Pete. Always say what's up to your mates. Keep watching shows as well as TV or movies as well as TV. Kind of messed that one up there, but um, till then, guys. Peace out. See you guys later. Thanks, for you. thanks, Pete. Yeah. Thanks, mates.